0: We've had about enough time to noodle over things, so we're just going to take the last step, which is in mysticism, which is to read The Love's Last Madness, Poems on a Spiritual Path by Darshan Singh, Revised Edition, 2018. Poem 2. How did I ever think silence, the language of love, what I thought would not come to light was in plain sight? verse 1 the lover hides his love but his unusual silence in the beloved's presence gives away his secret the urdu poet momin khan momin has expressed it thus koi ke As ke as good pa pa i was so lost even strangers could fathom my secret hmm. I hear my silence talked of in every lane. The suppression of a cry is itself a cry of pain. Hmm. Second line of this verse quotes a hemistage from a gosel by Iqbal. Hmm. My beloved's regard was <clears throat> but a flash of light. How innocently I'd found eternal bliss. Mm-hmm. The beloved in Erdipode is traditionally fickle. Because of her changing moods, the lover can never be sure of his bliss, as Santar Shant Singh in said in one of his discourses. Quote, there are many states on the spiritual journey. At first, it appears to be easy. It is a path strewn with roses and filled with joy, beauty, and ecstasy. We receive glance after glance of grace until we become quite oblivious of our own self and of the world. In the initial stages, we usually do receive much attention from the Master, and this almost spoils us. But as we progress on the path, we begin experiencing the pain, anguish, and restlessness of love. Our beloved starts playing hide-and-seek with us. Sometimes we get more attention, sometimes we get less. Sometimes we are in bliss, and sometimes we are in pain. It seems the commentary itself, this is where it gets complicated. The commentary has a footnote. <laughs> you see, sometimes the footnote gets interesting. So It works on three levels, so... Mm. Darshan Singh, Wonders of Inner Space, page one seventy-five. The full level of complication. Mm. Mm. It's a slow read, I suppose. Hmm. Uh, uh. In the end, this, too, was claimed by the gardener, lightning and wind, that handful of pitiful straws I called my nest. The gardener, lightning and wind, are the bird's traditional enemies in Urdu poetry. The gardener, always a selfish villainous figure, picks the rose with which the nightingale, the lover, and here the poet is in love. The lightning and wind destroy the nightingale's nest. O Darshan, these eyes, which I fancied the voice of my love, even they couldn't convey the phantomless depths of my longing. So that's the poem, too, with commentary, and now I'll just read the poem. How did I ever think silence, the language of love, what I thought would not come to light in plain sight? Hmm. I hear my silence talked of in every lane, the suppression of a cry, is itself a cry of pain. My beloved's regard was but a flash of light, how innocently I'd found eternal bliss. In the end, this too was claimed by the gardener, lightning and wind, that handful of pitiful straws I called my nest. on these eyes which... I'd fancied the voice of my love. Even they couldn't convey the phantomless depths of my longing. The footnote. It had a footnote. 31. 31. So three works on three levels. The speaker, hmm. Hmm. and then at footnote Hassan. Moment, hmm. that's too technical for a book reading. Huh? Hmm. That was poem number two. In. Love's last madness. So, should I go on? Yes, I, I could. That was a short one. Poem three. How to convey the wonder that reigns in the court of the friend. Dancing is the beloved's light. Cup and carafe are Dancing is the beloved's light. Cup and carafe are ecstatic. Hmm. No corner of his court is void of his resplendent light. Every atom celebrates with radiance from the beloved's face. Wherever I go on earth, I see his beauty. In heaven after heaven, I gaze on my beloved. O oh, seeker, bereave of radiant visions, look with the eyes of your heart. How can you see the beloved's light with eyes of flesh and blood? I took on humanity's sorrows. I gave my love to the world. My entire life I've devoted to the work of my beloved. Brushing past me, it stirred my heart, and suddenly was gone. Now even the morning breeze has learned to tease from my beloved. Let them try to imprison him in temple, mosque, and church. The seeing eye finds the beloved's presence in every mot. Seekers of your radiant vision are very close to your heart. Eyes focused outside are infinitely far from the beloved's light. yeah that's kind of sort of expresses um uh, eyes focused outside are infinitely far from the beloved's light. What can I say of the grace he showers as I gaze within darshan The moment I close my eyes, the beloved's light begins. A quote from uh, that I thought of about poetry from my, oh, Leah. Leah says about a poet. He says, He uh, concluded a poem with a beautiful couple that goes like this Ten points in just two lines I've you've packed. But these are words. While you should act, it's about ten points in just two lines you've packed. But these are words. While you should act. That's from uh, uh, from a, from Nisam Adin Ali. It's a I don't know. He concluded the poem with a couplet. I guess it's from him. I don't know who wrote that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. This is poems from Mata Enor translated into English in Love's Last Madness. Mm. Of course, any effort to define would but limit your beauty. Hmm. That's a quote. What else do we have here? Hmm. These are The end of the book of attributations to the poetry of Saint Darshan Singh represents the best in the historical interaction of mysticism with Indo-Persian aesthetics. In the tradition of the greatest Sufi masters and poets, his passionate love takes him to the realm where the divine reality is no longer a distant transcendence. Those who love Rumi will love Darshan Singh, Whose sublime spirit shines through these faithful yet poetic translations. That's Mutaz Ahmad, the late executive director of Iqbal International Institute for Research and Dialogue. Another quote, metaphors convey, this is about the book, metaphors convey the vision of the spiritual life in flashes that can be immediately apprehended. But this is just what poetry is. Darshan Singh is the master of that. Translators, Werner and Beatty, through lively, natural expressions and a single polished style, have achieved an admirable closeness to the original Urdu verses. Salogram Shukla, Professor of Linguistics, Georgetown University. These poems are quite literally inspiring. <laughs> inspiring. Inspiriting. They're not inspiring, they're inspiriting. Precise and surprising metaphors refresh the reader on every page. Any reader who delights in poetry will be delighted by Darshan Singh. The translator's introduction, commentaries, and notes are an education in themselves. John Michael, Professor of English and Visual and Cultural Studies, University of Rochester. Darshan Singh conveys the nuances of divine romance with such variety, command, and sensitivity that it is apparent his poetic muse springs from direct mystical experience not mere literary imagination. His artistic genius enables him, like Rumi of old, to impart the timeless haunting fragrance of the inner spiritual realms while retaining its heartwarming humanity and contemporary relevance. That's two people that allude him to Rumi. Elliot J. Rosen, author of the Los Angeles Times bestselling book, Experiencing the Soul Before Death, During Life, After Death, and co-author of The Compassionate Diet. Having grown up in a Sufi household in Africa, I strongly urge readers to feed themselves from this spiritual meal cooked in the mystical kitchen of Darshan Singh. Suleiman S. Nayang. Professor Emeritus of African Studies, Howard University, Washington D.C. We just read the back jacket of the book and revised edition to the love's last madness and poems on the spiritual path and read poem two and three.